Hi everyone, my name is Steve Tudor and welcome to the all new Sparkly Bright Premier League show. It's a show that's very similar to last season's Premier League preview show, but this time we're wearing tuxedos. On today's part, we're talking Harry Kane, Paqueta, Leftfield predictions and Liverpool having no financial ceiling. And with so much to discuss, it simply makes no sense for me to witter on. Instead, let's meet our guests. In the blue corner, we have Howard. Hello, sir. How are you? Hello. I missed the memo on tuxedos. Ah, but are you, are you, are you, are you naked? <laughs> no, fortunately, I'm oh. actually in a lounge suit. So, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> if that's okay. Have well, I, have it's, a, I, it's a Friday. I'm getting past the bouncer on the door, yeah. You are, yeah. Friday lounge suit. That's all good. That's all good. Are you, are you well? And how is the weather up in Manchester today? Yeah, well, I mean, yesterday I was moaning it was too hot, so we had a, the one day of summer, didn't we? <laughs> yes. What a day it was. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. It's uh, nice and warm, so. Good. It's not going to last, obviously, there's rain on the way, so, hey. What? But I'll moan if it's too hot, I'll moan if it's too cold, I'll moan if it's raining, so, yeah. Not no, quite hit that sweet spot of 25 degrees yet, so. That, that, that doesn't sound like you at all. No, 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 no. 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 I, I no, refuse no, no. to have that, no, no. Uh, in the other blue corner, because naturally we're all blues here, we have Ali. Hello, sir, how are you? Hello, I'm very well. I'm uh, uh, stark naked and I'm very happy. Oh, uh, delighted to be back on 93.20. Ali, you do know this is the f- we're trialling a video podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've hacked my cam. Yeah, yeah. I, I got the email warning me that had happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, this whole Premier League show is going to be a, a mixture of things, but we're going to be talking about the big talking points across the Premier League each week. We're going to be looking, previewing the, the Premier League fixtures for that weekend, of course. Um, and it's just going to be other stuff dropped in here and there. It's going to be kind of a, a hodgepodge. Um, and we thought we'd start today with the Harry Kane saga and our thoughts towards it, particularly because it took a significant twist, was it two nights ago? Yeah, about 40 hours ago, wasn't it? When Bayern Munich chucked in a massive bid and Spurs have kind of accepted it in principle and now it really rests on the player. I want to start with you, Howard, because we talked about this this week, so I want mainly to go to Ali on this, but first and foremost, just about this twist that's occurred after we've talked, What's your thoughts on it now, then? It really comes down to whether Harry Kane wants to go or not. And it seems he does. So, uh, yeah, previous show I said, what did I say? I argued. the top. It was the top six chat, wasn't it, for Spurs, mm. if they deserve to be in there. Uh, I said, Levy should take the money. It's absolutely insane of him to hold on to him for one more year, which might not make much material dis, you know, difference to their success in that year to miss out on £100 million, which they could spend on, you know, all out on someone for, who could stay there for the next 10 years, a young striker, or spread it across three players. So I'm surprised twice. Uh, I'm surprised that he, they did accept it because I did think he was just stringing them along, to be honest. Uh, just, you know outrageous values that could never be that will never be matched by the potential buying club so that yeah. he he stays there and I thought kind of bottle it to be honest I honestly thought he's got a fear of playing outside of England what's that uh, based on though uh, based on me wildly speculating with no evidence whatsoever <laughs> yeah he's, he's never done that before I mean he's turned down well he hasn't turned down but there's been interest from United and City but no as as that's it. England though I said He's got a fear of playing outside England. That's what I mean. There hasn't been any kind of moments in the past, unless there's 
particular interest from Real Madrid that came to nothing that I can't recall. But this is the first time, I think, that someone in Europe's made a big bid for him. And so we don't know which way he's going to land. I mean, you said at well, the top, Howard, that it looks like no, he's going. Uh, yeah, well, well the, the evidence was that he's had all summer to prepare for this and it felt like he was... It was fifty fifty. He was dithering about it. That's that's, that's why yeah, I've true. wildly speculated. Well, well <laughs> hang on. You've known this moment could come all summer. You should know instantly whether you are prepared to go to Bayern Munich or not. Yeah. And that delay of a day made me think. Well, hang on. Is he having second thoughts? You know, is he actually just a homeboy who wants the comfort of being at Spurs? Uh, but now it looks as though he is ready to go. So that surprised me. It's weird in a way that he won't be in the Premier League because he has been like a fixture for so long. But I think it is a good move for him. It makes sense for Spurs to take the money because, unless, because the chances of him signing a new contract now at any point are surely very slim. Yeah. And yeah, they get some money to reinforce. And, you know, he could be injured for six months. So spread that money about and reinforce the squad. Um, Ali, this is the best of the worst case scenarios for Spurs. You know, never hurt to get a hundred million in the bank, does it? And um, although obviously it's going to be costly to, um, to lose Kane, uh, Bayern, it's a no-brainer for them. Whatever the expense, you know, Harry Kane is the epitome of a proven goal scorer. But from the player's perspective, um, where do you land on that? Do you think you know he should go? Is it in his best interest to go? Yeah, I, I absolutely think he uh, not only should go, he should have gone about two or three years ago. Um, I mean, from for it looks to me absolutely a, a perfect solution for pretty much everyone involved. Uh, I think Spurs are now at the point where they have to move on from the Harry Kane era uh, because they've built everything around him for so long. And yeah, he's he's delivered year after year and, and there's, you, know, you can't argue with his numbers and his performances and anything else. Um, but there's something about... Uh, it feels like Spurs in the Harry Kane era have hit their ceiling um, and, and they've been banging their head off it again and again and again year after year and the ceiling is not really very high so something has to change uh, as you say his contract was going to run out and, and he would he would end up uh, being worth nothing sooner or later um, and it's just it started to feel so very tired the the whole Harry Kane being the you know, the or Tottenham Hotspur being the Harry Kane team as a certain uh, manager once described them. Uh, so, yeah, it makes perfect sense. I'm actually kind of delighted myself because I had a, a big knot in my stomach of worry that uh, United were going to come mm, in yeah. and offer stupid yeah. money for him and it would have made a lot of sense for everyone involved for him to go there. Uh, or even so, next year do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or, or next year as well. Um, and it, uh, yeah, all, all joking and banter aside, um, I would have really worried about United with Harry Kane up front. Uh, so you know, uh, having him leave the Premier League and go to go to Bayern Munich uh, is it suits me absolutely fine. And uh, yeah, it just all all the pieces seem to to fit in together nicely from everyone's point of view. Uh, and to be honest, I, like, he's I've said this many a time in this pod before. He's never been my favourite player as a as a personality as a character, uh, but. For all that, um, you cannot deny his uh, his accomplishments and, and his talent, and I can just about begrudgingly wish him well. <laughs> I feel much the same way, actually. Yeah, just kind of very begrudgingly. Yeah, gone, and you go over there, score loads of goals, and and get some trophies for your career. Um, 
let's kind of switch tack then on another transfer uh, rumour, I guess, at this point. Uh, it was more than a rumour. Uh, Lucas Bequeta to Manchester City, Howard. Um, this just came out of left field. I was not expecting this at all. I was personally delighted, but I also feel that the fee is somewhat exorbitant. Um, what's your general thoughts towards the player? Before we move on to the fee and, and the likelihood of it happening, how do you feel towards the player? Yeah, I went through the, the usual phases, I think. It's like, what? Yes, yeah. Then you step back and then I think, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, I think the city is. What do you want? The exciting signings or the sensible signings? Maybe he's neither, but maybe he is a sensible signing. I mean, look, 110 million pounds about to be paid for Caicedo, who's a you know top class player. The 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 figures now, you know, forget that. It might be too much, but we're still not that I care about net spend. City is still on about five million pound net spend with the treble winners. If we want Paqueta. Get him. That's all I can say. But yeah, before we talk about my feelings on it, then forget the fee. It's whatever West Ham are prepared to sell at. And if they're seeing some of the other fees, having lost Rice as well, they don't want to lose this player, you know, probably the best player that's remaining in the squad, then obviously we're probably going to have to pay over what what market value is, whatever, however you work that out. Um. I've watched the. I obviously watch a lot of Premier League football, and I've watched West Ham quite a lot, and I watched them in Europe as well. You know, as they got to the latter stages, anyway, I wouldn't be watching them in the group stages. He, uh, I think it was about fifty million pound signing. He pre World Cup, nothing special. Came into his own a bit more after the World Cup. The more I think about it, the more if Pep can see. Yeah, as always, we always say, well, if Pep wants him, then fair enough. What would what would I know? Well, I'm still pretty sure Pep wanted Harry Maguire, and I'll never get my head round now. <laughs> so, you know, he's not perfect, and we still can all have an opinion on a footballer. It's one of those that, if you say now, do you want it to happen? Yes, I do. He would absolutely, I'd absolutely want him to come, as opposed to us just not signing anyone. And it does feel that it'll be him or no one now. Um, I mean, Doku has been linked, but that's separate, I think. You know, they'll try and get both if they want both, or they'll get neither if they don't agree a fee. So I don't think they're linked that way. So yeah, I hope he comes. I wouldn't say I'm super excited. My my general impression at first is that he's not a control player. He's a bit loose. And yeah, that's fair. That's the sort of things that Pep won't allow Phil Foden to play in the middle for because he will, you know, he's a difference maker, Phil. He's, and he may lose the ball. He's not all about keeping it like Bernardo Silva or, you know, or Rodriel, so on. And we have Kevin De Bruyne as the, the, the top level difference maker he was allowed to you know misplace a pass here and there so I was a bit worried about fitting it into this side but the more I think about it the more comfortable I am about it I think he's a very talented player we do need obviously another player I'm sure Ace and you know Lloyd and everyone else have discussed elsewhere it does kind of resign us to having Bernardo Silva and Phil Foden perhaps playing on the right it's, you know, we thought this would be Phil Foden in central midfield season. I'm not sure that's going to happen now. But to be honest, as long as if Phil Foden's playing, I'm not that bothered. Let him find a spot and keep it is more my concern about rather than where it is. So, yeah, a lot of conflicting thoughts, but the more I've thought about it, the more comfortable I am about it, and I hope it does go through now. 
even if I do have the odd concern about whether he's worth the money, probably not, and whether he truly fits in this side. Ali, to what extent does it bother you, that consideration, whether he's worth the money? Are, are you the kind of person who thinks, well, it's not my money, and you know this is, this is modern football these days, everyone else is doing it, um, or would it bother you if, if we went over £100 million for a player who essentially is not, well, is not worth that amount, I would say? Yeah, I, I fully agree he's not worth that amount of money. I also agree that we've got the money in, and if uh, Pep and Cheeky and the team think that this is where we should be investing for the future, then then go for it. Whatever, it, whatever you know, the price tag is, that's what we're going to pay. Um, having said all that, um, he looks to me uh, like a player that's going to take at least a year for Pep to get yeah, his Brazilian agreed. habits out of him. Uh, so if we are paying stupid money for Lucas Paqueta, it will be because we want him for the 24-25 season, um, uh, not the season coming. Uh, he's when you, when you watch him play, I mean, I, I, I always... Yeah, uh, enjoyed seeing him for West Ham because you never quite knew what you were going to get. He, he's not a total uh, uh, renegade like a Alan San Maxima or somebody like that. But you never know when he's going to pull out a, a twenty-yard back flick or something. You know, just do some mad Brazilian shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and that's exactly the kind of thing that Pep Guardiola hates because it's inherently unpredictable and and it's liable to to cause chaos with a. Yeah, our, our formations and all the rest of it. So uh, if we are bringing them in, um, I just hope that fans and, and media and everyone else do not put enormous pressure on uh, on the player himself, but also on Pep, that he has to play every week because he costs some you know stupid price tag. Uh, I think if we're buying him, we're buying him for the long term. And I think, I mean, it, it's, it's a general point actually about our transfer policy, and I think it's something that we as fans and, and the general discourse around city transfers doesn't quite allow for enough uh, is that we do know it takes a lot of players particularly attacking and creative players a long time to bed in at city and and uh, you know learn their jobs and and know what we have to do so really transfers that we're making this season and to a certain extent I, I include Guardiola and I include Kovacic in this potentially I mean, who knows how it will work out um, but actually you know, it's not for the season ahead it's for five seasons ahead that we're buying them um, and we should bear that in mind always uh, and I wouldn't be at all surprised if uh, none of the players that we bring in this year are are completely central to our plans for the season ahead. Uh, they're actually, you know, they're central to our plans for the the you know, however many years beyond next year. Uh, and I think that's probably how Pep and more to the point our te- technical direction team uh, are thinking about our transfers. And and yeah, if we are paying daft money for Lucas Paqueta that is why because we think he has got the natural gifts and and the the technical ability that we will be able to turn him into a Pep Guardiola player and he will deliver in the long term but I don't think anyone should expect it will be happening in August September this year. Well I think what you mean is it'll take a year to Thrash David Moyes' tactical. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's a bit of that, but also I think it'll take a year to thrash the the Brazilian favelas out of him. You know, it's. Yeah. Uh... Thanks for listening to the first fifteen minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, go to ninety three twenty dot com to sign up now. 
or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.